Hey everyone, welcome back to Off-Road Inroads and this special BC Bike Race series. Uh, this is the fourth episode that we've done and yeah, we took a we took a little day off yesterday. It was uh, we had a transfer yesterday from Nanaimo to Cumberland, late awards, and yeah, just kind of ran out of time in the day. And uh, you you know my priority here is is racing my bike fast, and you know putting this podcast together is uh, is certainly secondary. So yeah, took a little breather, a little rest day. Uh, you know, no rest day on the racing, but for the podcast, little rest day. And now we're back today with another great guest. And, you know, since I spoke to you last, we've had two days of racing, uh, one day in Nanaimo, that was stage four and stage five today in Cumberland. Last two days went super well for me. I got the stage win both days. Uh, in Nanaimo, I wasn't able to put any daylight between uh, Craig and I, uh, but really enjoyed the trails over there. It was super fun. You know, I'd, I'd never ridden there until pre-riding the course, uh, you know, earlier this week. And yeah, just kind of really enjoyed the trails. And I think we were just kind of scratching the surface there with the BCBR course. There, I, From what I hear, there's a lot more. So Thanks to Naimo for having us. And yeah, thanks for the course designer for putting together a really sweet stage. And yeah, today in on stage five in Cumberland, like I said, I got the stage win, but I finally uh, managed to put some time between Craig and I and yeah, moved up, uh, moved up in the GC and closed that gap a little bit. So very happy with that. Uh, again, it was a really fun day on the bike. The, the trails in Cumberland are are incredible if you know if, if you like if you like XC riding if you like uh, fun trails Cumberland put it on your list it's it's a really sweet place to ride yeah the racing has been been pretty relentless like uh, Craig um, so Craig Oliver he's uh, he's from New Zealand he came up to do this race and he's He's uh, been really solid and has really had an answer to all the pressure that, uh, you know, other athletes have been putting on him to, uh, you know, throughout this race. And finally, um, the efforts got to him and he lost a little bit of time and I was able to capitalize on that. So that feels uh, that feels good going to the last two stages. And you know, deep into this race, everyone's getting a little bit tired. The days are adding up. And again, like, as I've said in uh, previous episodes, it's a stage race. It's a mountain bike stage race and anything can happen. So yeah, looking forward to staying on it and yeah, continuing to have fun out there because yeah, these these days are, are, are really fun. Uh, you know, a ton of fun out there. Super super great trails uh, i don't really know how else to describe it but yeah it's it's a savage effort a uh, lot of a uh, lot of hard riding out there but it's it's super fun too um yeah other than that uh no major updates from the race it's uh it's been really cool to watch you know watch how the all the races are playing out um 
you know, uh, Katarina Nash, who was, uh, who we chatted with a couple days ago is, is still crushing the, the pro women's category. Um, our guest, Scott Nichols, founder of Ibis. He actually, uh, yeah, took some time back and is, uh, is, uh, in the top three, uh, sitting third in the 60 plus category. So that's cool to see. And yeah, uh, Dre is is out on his e-bike following the athletes and uh, grabbing some really cool POV shots. So I got to ride with Andreas a little bit today, or maybe he got to ride with me. Um, but yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be some cool footage to see. Uh, on today's show, we're super lucky to have legendary Canadian mountain biker uh, Jeff Kabush on the show. Uh, longtime Maxis rider, one of the original uh, Maxis Factory team, Maxis Factory racing athletes back in uh, back in the day and a, and a previous iteration of the team when it was both XC and downhill. Now it's you know XC gravel, kind of endurance and enduro. So yeah, always you know Jeff's uh, he has a huge amount of experience. He's done this race many times. Incredible athlete and. Yeah, really great to just get some time to chat with them um, and and uh, hear about his experience at BCBR this year. Uh, a few tips for those uh, racing it this year or who want to in the future. And yeah, hear a little bit about his bike setup and, you know, what tires he's running at this BCBR. So uh, that's enough from me. Let's get to the conversation with Jeff. Hope you enjoy and... We'll be back with some more episodes from the last two days of BCBR. Okay, we're uh, here after uh, one day off at BCBR, one day off for the podcast, and we're here in Cumberland Village Park with Jeff Kabush. Jeff, thanks for uh, taking the time to chat with us here. Yeah, day five, starting to add up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. It's a good one today. Yeah, yeah, great day. I mean, Cumberland's a pretty special place. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny. I grew up in the Comox Valley, but uh, Cumberland, when I was a kid, was just a bunch of skids out by the lake, and it's pretty pretty crazy what they've uh, done with the village here now and the trail network. Even the this whole network wasn't really developed when I was a kid. It was more on the other, other side of the lake. Uh, but, yeah, super fun to be back here in my hometown mom's birthday today you guys didn't let me win but still had good ride yeah you tried you tried tried. to uh guilt us into it but uh there's there's some heavy racing at the front uh so i'm sure you can understand yeah and uh yeah i wish i was in it but been kind of at my age i just gotta you know know my my limits and my pace and uh uh be aware of my weaknesses but yeah it's been pretty smooth week for me so far and sitting in fourth but yeah you get you top three are ways out there yeah totally um what were your yeah what are your impressions of the race so far like you've done many bcbrs i think this is number seven or eight for you um you know last two years were like slightly different and now we're back on the island yeah i mean i just when i think of bcbr i think of the the coastal woods and uh not so green right now the ferns but um (laughs) Yeah, it's super fun to be back on the island. I, I enjoyed last year in the interior because I hadn't ridden a lot of those uh, trail networks, so that was it's always fun to ride new trails. But 
It's, uh, yeah, been really nice format this year just with the logistics with two base camps. It was really nice to kind of settle in and, and Duncan and ride those first three and four days in Nanaimo and then come here and be able to explode and not be too stressed. Because, yeah, in past years, it was definitely a lot of logistics with the ferries. and Totally. Uh, it's uh, I'm, Hopefully, they'll keep moving around. But, yeah, it's a really nice, relaxing format this year. Yeah, I honestly, I can't imagine, like, uh, the years where you did, like, Sunshine Coast, North Van, Four Ferries, everything. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, jumping forwards and backs and ferry reservations. And it was definitely, yeah. Uh, Go, 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 getting bikes uh, cleaned up and packed and on the ferries. Um, yeah, I can't imagine these days with how busy the ferries are get, getting. So, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if some of that is like, you know, back, like riding all these systems on the island have definitely grown over the past five years. I wonder, I wonder if like, you know, it's now possible to do it on the island just because the quality of the trails and the quantity of the trails is just so much more than, let's say, you know, five years ago, 2019. Yeah, I mean, that's what's, I mean, just traveling the world, we see um, different trail networks and it's, yeah, pretty mind-blowing. Um, you can, every half hour on the island, there's pretty insane trail networks. And same thing when I go back to Squamish where I live, it's, man, the volunteer work and the new trails that are there every time I come back into town is uh, pretty special, man, when, when you travel the world and see how hard it is to get trails developed in other places and we just have the train and the the land use agreements that are pretty incredible yeah yeah i mean uh yeah bc is a pretty special place for riding mountain bikes on single track that's there's no question yeah and it's definitely uh i mean that's what bcbr builds itself as a single track experience and yeah i think that's that's the draw uh, that you see people coming from all over the world and it just it's nice to see it's back going strong again. Totally. Back up to 600 riders and yeah. 37 countries this year, which is cool to see. Super cool. Um, yeah, take us through the stage here at uh, in Cumberland. First day in Cumberland. We're back here in two days. But, yeah, what was your kind of favorite parts out there? Yeah, I know. Like, I just, looking at the stage before the race, I could tell it was going to be uh, – one of the longer days, but also one of the, the heavier days. We have some up at the top end of the course. There's some kind of really heavy descending on an XE bike with Furtherberger and on the rocks. And maybe one of the longest extended descents. Yeah, uh, I'd say so. The second time from the summit. So, yeah, it was fun to fun to get that. And my bike's definitely a little bit more set up for descending. So I've been enjoying that as well as, yeah, like the, the day on Maple was really fun having a long descent. But, yeah, it's uh, though that was some really fun sections. And then, yeah, always in Cumberland, they throw in uh, this kind of no-flow zone that drags on at the end through the, the clear, cuts, clear cuts where I never really know exactly how far it is to the finish. And, yeah, that was, I guess, where you got your gap today. But that was some, that's some hard riding. Yeah, definitely. It's the, yeah, the last little bit of the course was, it's the kind of riding that if you're cracked, you're going to be going slow. And if, if you have some energy and you can hold momentum, you can go like really fast. Um, so that's, I mean, that's kind of how it played out in our race, I, I think. And yeah, Pete and I, Pete and I got some time on Craig, which was, which was cool. Cause he, you know, he's been rock solid so far. No, it's fun to see. I've had some really good GC battles, and um, one point, yeah, it looked like the GC was opening up, but it's really 
tighten back up and yeah it's going to be really interesting to watch these last couple of days with you guys yeah yeah totally um yeah tell us about your setup here because it is like it is do we call your bike setup like bcxc like what is it because it's a lot it's a bigger bike than i'm riding yeah well yeah i ride for yeti cycles and yeah over the i guess i've been riding for them since 2018 and as their smallest bike in their lineups kind of evolved, the SB100, the 115, now it's the 120, is definitely leans towards mini trail bike. And it's, yeah, super fun. I've really enjoyed riding it with a 140 uh, Fox Grip 2 fork and 120 in the rear. And yeah, it's not not a World Cup XC bike, but <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> super fun. So, yeah, I just, I mean, like in this race, it's been super fun to ride, but yeah, I've had to be. Like with my body kind of aware of like uh, what my body can do and what my bike can do. So like I have to, yeah, try not to go with you guys on the first climbs and try to take advantage where I can on the descents. Um, but yeah, it's super comfortable, super fun bike bike to ride. And uh, yeah, making it work for the uh, the climbs and making the most of it on the descents. What's it like riding that kind of bike in you know, typically you don't run Maxxis Aspens on an SB120. Like, I'm sure nobody does this. But, like, <laughs> what's it, you know, because the bike's super capable, ton of travel, progressive geometry, and then you have fast tires underneath you. Yeah, I mean, the bike is sold with, like, a 2.5 Minion and I think a 2.3 Aggressor <laughs> on the back. And that's, uh, I've ridden some, yeah, 2.4, 2.5 trail tires in Squamish, and it's super fun because you can can ride almost everything like yeah. gotta remember that i'm not on a big travel bike but it's definitely when you put on the xc tires it's kind of uh definitely the weak link but running the the tire the xc tires you know i've gotten bigger the two four and i'm running some inserts so first couple days to try to keep up on the climbs i wasn't running inserts and with it's really dry and loose so really kind of pushing in the corners but put in some inserts and now i'm down to around 18 19 psi and it just the support in the corners definitely feel like I can push now. So it's yeah. kind of feels a little bit more balanced. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I can definitely tap on the rim, but feel like I can push pretty hard on the descents considering how dry and loose it is. Um, so it's been definitely fun. And biggest thing I noticed is just like, yeah, I remember racing some of these trails on my SB100 or SB115 and just definitely feeling like on the limit on like, uh, some of those big descents on point, but yeah, this week it's just been, just feels so relaxed, like even bottom of the descent. So on the limit, you mean like upper body? Yeah. Just like, I remember just being like, it's a little bit more relaxed geometry. So I just, yeah, I remember like maple syrup and Duncan just being pushing the, the limits of the tires. But right now, yeah, with this setup, I just, yeah, even bottom of these super long descents, I'm pretty relaxed and comfortable as opposed to being pretty jacked up. Yeah, totally. Um, so like, you know, we were talking a little bit throughout the week just about, uh, you know, there's nothing in the rules against stashing, you know, stat like switching bikes mid-race. Um, do you think like for future editions, you'll like, you know, stash a SB160 in the woods and, uh, you know, do a little bike swap halfway through? If I had pro team support, maybe, but <laughs> a little bit too much work already being uh, being a privateer as I am. But no, it's been super fun on the FB120, and yeah, sometimes I'm jealous of the 
full XC bikes when your guys are flying up the hills, but yeah, really, really enjoying that on the downs. And, uh, yeah, I just gotta, no matter what bike you're on, you just gotta kind of be aware of your limitations to make the most. I mean, I could try to keep up with you guys on the climbs, but I'd probably just blow sky high and not, not enjoy the descents very much. Yeah, totally. Found my place, plate number four. So I'm sitting in four. So that's, uh, that's our M. So at least there's, there's no one close. Kind of got a gap on Crowder today. So I'm sitting comfortably in fourth with a couple of days to go. And I think that's probably about as good as I could have hoped for this week. Totally. Um, so you've got yeah, great, great riding, by the way. Like there's, uh, this is a, this is a pretty deep field. Like this is, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you know when we would have had this depth in the past, like 2018, 2019. Yeah, I can only remember one year where we had like 10 guys just swinging, but there's, yeah, just a ton of guys with different strengths. Like, yeah, Rob Britton's always throwing down early on the stages on the climbs, and yeah, guys like Corey always trying to trying to fly her, and yeah, too bad we lost Quinton, but yeah, we got some real world-class town this year and different strengths, and yeah, it's made for dynamic racing. So yeah, like, I mean, I've been... Having to use kind of my experience and pacing, often I'm starting back in seventh, eighth, and kind of, uh, yeah, just trying to work my way through the field the last couple of days. A couple of guys have gotten tired and been able to ride through the pack a little bit. Um, you've done some, you've done and completed many BC bike races. Um, for the people that are competing this year and they have like two days left and they're just hanging on by a thread, or those that might be looking to, uh, you know, sign up and, and come out next year. Do you have any like words of advice for surviving this, uh, this race and enjoying it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just energy management. Like, uh, um, I mean, yeah, you see it every year, uh, even the experienced racers going out really hard and you got to remember it's, uh, not just the endurance challenge, but it's, uh, hard on the body. Um, single track is, uh, pretty relentless here uh so yeah i mean even yeah like uh like i'm not especially warm see people doing like full prescribed hard warm-ups every morning and uh yeah you gotta i mean long game take care of yourself wear the sunscreen uh, uh certainly with the heat I haven't ridden in the heat a lot so um really taking care of hydration af- more so after the stage totally to hydrate and uh trying to find some downtime, which is nice this year because we don't have as many logistics. So yeah, totally. yeah, just, uh, not going out too hard and fast and yeah, being mindful of energy over the week. Cause yeah, it adds up. Yeah. These, these stages aren't overly long. It's certainly, I mean, at least at the front, I wouldn't consider these like marathon stages. They're, they're fairly short, a little more on the XCO side, but dang, they're physical. Yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean, I've, had to become really aware like i have to really stay within my limit as the age because like yeah if i go over my limit i really pay for it not just in that stage but day after day it'll really add up like we had some hard stages in the interior bc where really long climbs where i just like was pinned and man the fatigue really added up so that's what i've been really conscious like yeah i'm not trying to race you guys just staying within my limit and that's i think everyone in the race if you want to stay healthy and strong towards the end is yeah kind of being really aware of the throttle and yeah how hard you're pushing early on it's also not a bad race strategy either because it's like it's like the you know 
everyone's fresh at the beginning. Um, so, you know, if you can save up energy and use that selectively in the back half of the race, like the impact of that's going to be a lot larger than, you know, the same energy applied at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, just keeping it smooth. There's not not a ton of drafting here, obviously, because we're riding single track. Yeah. So, I mean, even within the stage, it's just, yeah, trying to be smooth and, yeah, remember how much single track you have, throttle control. and Yeah, one one thing I was thinking about today is, like, I don't know if... Like in training, I never do this density of single track, but man, I feel just like one with the bike out there. You get so used to it. Um, You're pushing like the limits of tire suspension every day. I don't know if like, have you come off a BCBR and then like had some good, you know, mountain bike performances just because of like being in touch with the riding and so like attuned to the bike? Yeah, I mean, I think you get, yeah, I mean, I tend to play a lot with my equipment nonstop year-round, and I'm really glad I had some time on this, my SB120 before this, to really get comfortable on some technical trails, got to ride and push kind of my limits of the Whistler back 40 last month. Uh, Sorry about the background noise there. We've got a, a Cummins rolling by, towing a... Z24? <laughs> a Chevy Z24, beautiful of a vehicle. Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. But yeah, I mean, I think um, it's important for people, yeah, to put time. I think that's, used to see a lot more mistakes, people coming with full XC bikes from around the world. But I think luckily there's, the XC bikes have evolved so much that uh, geometry that everyone who shows up here is on a pretty comfortable bike for riding single track which is which good scene definitely helps yeah totally okay so two days to go uh campbell river tomorrow yeah and then back here in cumberland um so yeah good luck on good luck on the next two days we'll see you out there and uh yeah thanks for making the time no problem last be good luck awesome thanks (laughs) 